listen. Friendship. Entertainment. Listeners of this episode, welcome to Cinema 7. I'm your host, Mario B. Uh, the first thing I want to say at the start of this podcast is Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to my dad. Happy Father's Day to Ron, if you're listening. Happy Father's Day to my friend TJ. Happy Father's Day to Chris Hawk, especially. I gotta mention Chris Hawk. Happy Father's Day. Anyway, um, it's Father's Day. I thought I'd talk about... I, I, well, I'm gonna talk about gaming. I'm going to talk about some of the games I saw at the Xbox digital showcase thing. I know PlayStation had a digital showcase thing. PlayStation didn't really show a lot. Um, But I'll talk about some of the things that I saw from the PlayStation thing that stuck out to me. Which is uh, not a lot. Let's let's talk about some dad movies first though. Because Father's Day is the day of or... Well, as I'm recording this, Father's Day is before this episode drops, but Father's Day might be the day you listen to this episode. Father's Day might be way in the past when you listen to this episode in the future, uh, which is crazy. Um, you're in the future listening to this. I'm in the past as I'm recording it, but Father's Day might be in the present. Who knows? It's a whole timeline thing, but happy Father's Day. Um, I want to talk about some Father's Day movies, as I said. Uh, I'll list a bunch um, of of fathers or dad movies, I should say. Not Father's Day movies, because I, I, I don't know. If, is there a movie called Father's Day? I don't know. I feel like with dad movies, we mostly associate action movies with, with uh, that type of thing. Is like dad movies. You know, the, the big dad movies I watched with my dad were uh Rocky uh the Alien movies um well I didn't really watch Alien with my dad I, I watched that later on with my grandfather and I guess you know he's a grandfather so I can talk about some of the movies I watched with him which were mostly horror movies um I know a lot of people watch different types of movies with their parents and different types of things uh, with their father figures, uh, whatever the case may be, you know, there's action. Some people watch a lot of comedy. Some people watch horror movies. Like I, I just stated, I watched with my grandfather. So if are none of these that I list are dad movies to you or movies that you watch with your dad, I apologize. And if some of these that I don't think are as good to watch with your dad, um, I also apologize for that because I. I'm coming from a different background, different perspective, um, a different opinion on certain movies to watch with your dad. All right, so like I said, I watched Rocky with my dad. Um, I love the first three Rockies. The fourth one is okay. Apparently, in the last five, ten years, I feel like people have gone overboard with liking Rocky Four. 
I don't think Rocky Four is the best one. I'd much rather have Apollo Creed alive, in my opinion. I really like Apollo Creed. He's probably my favorite character in Rocky. Rocky Balboa is pretty good. I'm going to skip over five because five is, uh, you know, five's okay when he fights Tommy Gunn uh, in the parking lot brawl or uh, street fight or whatever it is. Um, of course, Rocky had to win that one too. He's the hero. But uh, I think Rocky Balboa, out of all of them, is my favorite. And I think Rocky Two is a really good movie, but it's um, painful to get to because it it draws it. It's a long movie. It's slow. It builds to the rematch between Rocky and Apollo Creed. I like the uh, relationship growth and the dynamic of him and Adrian in that movie, and how. They show the characters' um, relationship grow and obstacles they go to. And it's very sweet to see someone kind of help Rocky read because I've always struggled with reading, so I connected to someone reading. No one's ever read to me because I think nowadays people just... its a, People don't love the same way that they used to, or I don't think people really love the way Adrian is portrayed in that movie. So I could be wrong, but if, if you love like Adrian and you read your significant other who can't read that well stories or help them read, you are uh, awesome. And I appreciate you being in this world. Let's see. Um, Star Wars is definitely up there. Uh, my dad introduced me to Star Wars. Uh, we had the special editions when they came out. His dad, he said he watched the original Star Wars with his dad. So, you know, it was a big deal to watch the first one with him. And then to see uh, episode one with him in theaters was a big deal. And episode three, I don't know if he stayed awake for that. I did see Pokemon the first movie with my dad. He did fell, fall asleep in the theater. So I don't know if that counts as a dad movie. But I did see that with him. Alien, like I said, um, I love Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3. Uh, Alien Resurrection I can skip anytime it's on. I think it gets really weird with the white alien that's, it has like a more human face. But uh, Alien 3, I really like Alien 3. I think, not, I mean, it's, okay. Alien 3 to a lot of people, is not a really good movie. It's a really bad movie. And I know the scripts were rewritten like a bazillion times during that movie, but I really like Alien 3. I like the the team-up dynamic to defeat the alien. I like how... Uh, I really like um, what's-his-name's speech in that movie. Charles S. Dalton. I really love Charles S. Dalton's speech in that movie. Uh, it's really good. Nothing beats the action from Aliens. But the first one is still really good with its suspense horror themes. Alien 4 Resurrection is just... It tries to be exclusively different from the rest of the movies to do something new. At the same time, I feel like it uh, it misses the mojo of Alien because it focuses too much on the humans and not about the environment and the atmosphere. I feel like 
the first alien focused a lot on what were around the humans because you know it was marketed as in space no one can hear you scream so i think they really focused on the environment and and the things surrounding the humans not only them being in space but the ship and uh you know not being uh, the not knowing what they were up against and they they kind of do the same in alien 3 where they're in a prison uh they kind of use the inmates as the um element surprise you don't know how they're going to act um they're crazy you 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 the alien takes a different form than it has before because the alien takes a form of its host i'm going on an alien deep dive here but uh what what could be other other dad movies unstoppable with denzel uh, and Chris Pine, I think that could be a dad movie on the train when they're trying to stop the train from um, destroying a city or whatever. Uh, I forget what happens. I think they, they're, if it goes on a turn too fast, it could fall on some chemicals or a chemical plant and cause a giant explosion. But I, I really like that movie. I can see that being a dad movie. Die Hard, that's another dad movie. The Die Hard movies are most definitely action dad movies like super super dad movies uh die hard with a vengeance is probably my favorite one out of all of them live free or die hard is pretty good uh the fifth die hard is not necessarily a good movie but i can see dads really enjoying the fifth die hard movie let's see here let's take another turn um maybe daughters love to watch father of the bride with their with their dad um especially if they're into marriage and family and Things like that. Maybe Father of the Bride is a really good movie to watch with your dad. Um, that's like a romantic comedy, so uh, you have that. Um, Pursuit of Happiness, if you like drama, if you like uh, crying your eyes out, that's a good movie to watch with your uh, dad. Indiana Jones, I guess you can watch that with your dad. You can watch the Indiana Jones movies. I didn't watch those growing up. Uh, I don't think my dad was really into those movies, uh, which is weird because. Everything else I just described that I watched with my dad, I feel like he would have liked those movies. Uh, my dad introduced me to Godzilla and Ultraman and the superhero stuff. So, you know, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, you know, those things I think can be dad movies. Halloween, let's go to horror. Halloween's a good dad movie. A Western movie could be a dad movie. Like Tombstone. Tombstone is probably my favorite Western movie um i didn't really like well good bad and the ugly i never seen all the way through i could never sit all the way through it and um the john wayne movies uh, i thought were always kind of hokey too corny and john wayne apparently was a racist so why put my time and effort into watching john wayne movies independence day i didn't think about that one chris Hall gave me that one uh independence day i did watch that with my dad so independence day could be a great dad movie. Um, all you dads out there listening, you know, Independence Day, you like it? That's what I thought. Dad movie. Uh, L.A. Confidential. I don't know if that's is that a dad movie. Might be a good movie for some people to watch, but not for me. I'm not. I'm not into that. October Sky, another one. Chris Hawk gave me that. I don't think is a necessarily a uh, good dad movie, but maybe a good movie. For someone, um, I think that's something that maybe Chris Hawk and his dad watched together. 
I, did I mention Training Day? Because I, I said Unstoppable. I, think, I feel like that could be a dad movie. I feel like dads could really get into Training Day. Ocean's, the Ocean's Eleven movies? Not a big fan of... Isn't that weird to say? Ocean's Elevens? Oh, the Ocean's Elevens movies? Ocean's Elevens? The Ocean Eleven movies, maybe, is a better way to say it. Than putting an S on the, e- on the end of everything. Um, Ocean's Elevens movies are really goods for dads, maybe, maybes. Um, The Godfather, I guess if you really like, uh, crime drama, that could be a good dad movie. I I never thought about that. I don't think Drive with Ryan Gosling is a good dad movie, because I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't like that movie. I know that's random to say, but. That's just one that popped in my mind as a Father's Day thing that people have been showing. And I've seen it on the Xbox homepage. It's like, hey, Father's Day movie, Drive with Ryan Gosling. Not, I don't think that's a dad movie. The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Yeah, I could see that as a dad movie. You know, I, I have my issues with that movie. I mean, you know, it, it's a good story. How a, a foreigner or a outsider comes in, a gaijin, as the Japanese call outsiders, uh, could come into your your village or your homeland, and he, you know, he learns your culture and he learns about samurai and how to fight like one, uh, bushi. Uh, Becomes a good swordsman, probably the best swordsman in the whole village, which I don't understand because these other people have been training to be samurai the whole life, and he just comes in, this white guy, and he's like the best samurai of all time. He's better than everyone in the village, which is ridiculous. But hey, that's a dad movie. I, I can agree with that. Um, let's see, a Rush Hour. The Rush Hour movies? Are they dad movies? Any dads out there want to confirm that? Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3? Dad movies? Is The Crow a dad movie? I watched The Crow with my dad. So I'm going to count it as a dad movie. Counting The Crow. Uh, did I mention Predator yet? I, I, sh- I probably have. I should have, at least in the beginning. Predator is definitely a dad movie, and I've watched all of them with my dad. I made sure to see The Predator in theaters with my dad, and I will not talk about how disappointed I was personally with that movie. And Prey looks really good. Talking about Predator, Prey coming out on Hulu. Um, I saw the trailer when it leaked, and I'm happy they finally released it. But the Predator looks badass. I wish, just like, there's a lot of people who agree with me, but in Apocalypto, which unfortunately had to be directed by Mel Gibson, they used the native language um, for the for the two tribes or whatever it's it's since uh that were in the movie i'll have to do my research on what the tribes were or what the um what the languages were that they were speaking because i i don't i don't want to sound ignorant even though i probably am right now but a lot of people and i agree with them think that prey should be subtitled and that it should be in a native language and i completely agree with other whatever tribe and whatever Native American background that they uh, present in Prey. 
I think it should be subtitles in that subtitled in that la- or subtitled in English but spoken in that language. Um so yeah, Predator definitely a dad movie. Um Blazing Saddles, um I'm going to say bingo right there. That's definitely a dad movie. Uh the Mighty Python and the Holy Grail, definitely a dad movie. Life of Brian, definitely a dad movie. Any of the Mighty Python movies are definitely dad movie. Spaceballs, dad movie. My dad had this VHS that we would watch when we go visit him in the summers, and the summers said that kind of the summers. But we would watch anyone who knows me that's probably listening already knows the story. Spaceballs would be first. Uh, well, before Spaceballs would be a trailer of La Bamba because they recorded this movie on HBO, so they would show a trailer of La Bamba in the beginning. It'd be Spaceballs. It'd be Predator. I believe it was the second movie. And then the uh, third movie was The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. But those, those are some dad movies um, you could watch with your father or you can watch with your children if you so choose. But uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father to my dad. Happy Father to Ron. Happy Father's Day to Chris Hawk. Happy Father's Day to any of my friends who are dads that listen to this. Um, Let's get on to the gaming discussion. Now, at the PlayStation Digital event, they talked about... They they showed a lot of things. I believe they showed um, a Final Fantasy thing. I could be... I I don't remember. I don't recall. Um, They did show a lot of indie games. They showed some... Uh, stuff that's already been out for a while. They showed the biggest thing I think they showed was the Resident Evil 4 remake. And I could be wrong, that's just what I viewed as the biggest thing from the PlayStation event was Resident Evil 4 remake. I don't know how exciting that is to some people. To me, it doesn't even really matter. Um, I played the Resident Evil 3 remake recently, and Resident Evil 3 was the first Resident Evil game I've ever played on PlayStation. And I really liked the original, and they completely changed it for the third game. And I haven't even finished it yet, but the the story, you know, obviously they remade one and two, so I'd have to go back and, um, or did they remake the first one? I know they remade the second one. I, I, I don't think they remade the first one. Someone correct me. Someone please correct me. But Resident Evil 3 remake was okay. Uh, so let's see how Resident Evil 4 is because they're going to have they're definitely going to have to keep the whole cutscenes not really a cutscene thing in that game. If you know what I'm saying? Because that was a big deal. That was a really big deal. They talked about how the PS5 would come with uh the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel game and they talked about stopping production on PS4 games which is ridiculous to me because you don't have enough ps5s in stock but somehow you're going to stop production on ps4 games or stop making games for the ps4 but you're going to make more ps4s and not more ps5s to counteract that there are less ps5s in stock at stores sony i I don't understand you i don't get you i actually paid a, a little bit of attention to the xbox showcase uh red falls the gameplay looks fun the uh 
concept and ideas of this game being co-op and uh, almost like a Left 4 Dead type of game looks really good. I guess the graphics just didn't look that great to me, so that kind of turned me off a little bit, but if my friends get it, I'll pick it up just to play with them because it does the gameplay looks fun. Let's see, there, there was a bunch of other games. I know the big one was Starfield. Um, Starfield was shown, uh, which looks like a copy of uh, No Man's Sky. If you took Fallout 4 and put it into No Man's Sky, you get Starfield. I see a lot of the similarities. Um, I'm just hoping the uh, shooting mechanics and the gameplay is a lot better than the gameplay and mechanics that were in Fallout, because I personally don't like the Fallout games gameplay that much, but, you know, that's personally just me. That was the big thing they showed. They showed uh, Overwatch 2, which looks almost exactly the same. I know there's a campaign for it. They, they teased a new character as well. Junk Queen or Queen Junker. I forget what they call her, but uh, she looks, she's hot looking. She's cool. I really like the first Overwatch. It's kind of died out for me, though, after a while. Um, let's hope that the new Overwatch uh, revives a lot of the people that stopped playing the first Overwatch. People like me. A lot of the other games didn't really look that great personally. Oh, the Rick and Morty game. So the creators of Rick and Morty, or a co-creator of Rick and Morty, made this game uh called high on life and it looks like you know you're an you're an alien you're an, on an alien world or some kind of astronaut or explorer uh venturing onto these alien worlds and you have these unique alien guns that look like they are creatures or they could be puppets or muppets on guns and they do some crazy stuff that game looks really fun. If you haven't uh, seen that, High on Life, go look it up. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Xbox exclusive, but it it looked really good. It it looked up my alley in the sense of goofiness and weirdness. So uh, I'm definitely going to check that out when it comes out, or maybe I'll watch a Twitch stream of someone playing it when it comes out, or I'll look up reviews and watch some gameplay videos. But um, that's one I'll keep my eye on for sure. And I'm real big in the sci-fi, so maybe I'll pick up Starfield. Um, if I like Starfield and No Man's Sky is still around, I'll tr try to pick up No Man's Sky and try that. Because uh, No Man's Sky definitely looks more colorful than Starfield. Uh, so we'll see what's going on. That's, you know, that's basically all I wanted to talk about was uh, some of the games I saw. And it, there wasn't a lot these are game trailers, game previews, so I can't really speak of the scope of, like, the the looks of the mechanical elements in the game, the the um, frame rate. I'm not familiar with those sort of things, so I can only talk about how they look to me. Now, Resident Evil 4 Remake could be really good. I, I like the idea of zombies, creatures, and monsters. Um, as I said, you know, I grew up watching horror movies and, and things to that nature. Big sci-fi guy, so, you know, Starfield 
being in space and you visiting other planets just like No Man's Sky really intrigues me. I just never got a chance to play No Man's Sky, so maybe Starfield is my gateway to these type of games. And uh, the Rick and Morty game, like I said, the weirdness, goofiness to it is right up my alley, so I'm definitely going to check that out. And uh, Overwatch 2, you know, I, I like playing competitive games with my friends, so hopefully, um, I know we're all in different places in our lives right now. Um, everyone's real busy and I don't get to see them that much, but, you know, maybe Overwatch 2 is the game that get us all start playing together again. Uh, Halo did for a little bit, but Halo Infinite is kind of getting really boring and tiresome quick. They only introduced like one or two new maps and they hardly, they hardly did anything and it's mostly, hey, buy these cosmetics. Uh, so hopefully Overwatch 2 uh, brings us back into this or Red Falls, hopefully. So we'll see. You know, one thing I saw speaking of games, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis apparently is a big gamer with fighting games and her favorite fighting game is Street Fighter. Apparently she loves herself some Street Fighter. and. Honestly, I would love to play a fighting game with Jamie Lee Curtis. And again, this brings me back to Everything Everywhere All at Once. If you haven't seen that movie yet, you should definitely see it. Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic in that movie. And that movie would be, make you want to also play Street Fighter with Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know if there's any other game. Oh, you know, Chris Hawk sent me this thing on TikTok where this guy explains... Uh, he breaks down different role-playing games. And one of them is called Die, Die, which is a role-play game based on all the dice that are used in D&D. But each dice correlates to a different class. I would have to relook up, but let's say uh, the six-sided dice, if you're a rogue, that's the dice you mainly use. Uh, the four-sided dice is, you know, uh, a ranger or I'm sure I'm, I'm not getting that right. But as an example, like whatever class you are, you use a certain die in this game. And I don't know about you guys, but this sounds really intriguing. And I really want to play this, uh, role-playing game now. Yeah. So, but speaking of role-playing games, John, when the hell are you going to start our D&D campaign? Okay. We've been dying to play some D&D. Just start a campaign, bud. I know you're busy in the summertime. Maybe we can do it on Discord or, or Roll20 or something. We could just start it, you know, get it going, and then we can meet up in person. And with that, this episode's coming to an end. So just like I've been doing the last few episodes, uh, I'm going to end with some self-love advice or um, I'm not going to do a quote. I'm just going to do do a, about five or six little little uh things you could do to try to better improve your self-worth to your to yourself or better love yourself um one is uh stop comparing yourself to others uh number two is don't worry about others opinions um you can't make everyone happy right and with that you know allow yourself to make mistakes um, you're human. Um, you're going to make mistakes. You, you, the best you can do is learn from those mistakes. Um, if you feel like you've made a mistake, don't beat yourself, beat yourself up over it. Um, I'm 
very, um, I, I do that a lot. I beat myself up over a- any mistake that I, I've made, or I dwell on things that I believe were mistakes or things I could have done better. Um, and, and sometimes that could be good. You can learn that way, but if you take, if you focus on those negatives too long, um, and instead of improving, you, um, become immensely depressed and, uh, you can't get over that. So the best thing I have for that is to, um, if you feel like you've made a mistake, try your best in that moment to learn from it and and figure out a way to grow from that as fast as possible. So it doesn't become a thing that you continue that continues to negatively affect yourself because, because nobody's perfect. Right. And remember your value doesn't lie in how your body looks. So people are not going to feel good with the way they look. Um, I know a lot of women go through this, um, but not just women, you know, men too, or, or, um, you know, anyone who's non-binary probably has a lot of issues with, uh, image and, and self-worth. So, you know, you can't take what you look like and, um, I guess, compare yourself to others, bring it back to that first one. You know, you, you, you um, have to value yourself and your body's going to constantly change as you get older. Uh, so, you know, y- you have to learn to accept those changes as hard as it is. You can't um, internalize um, your own sexism, I guess. Uh, just wear what makes you feel good. Wear what makes you feel comfortable. You know, if, if you... Uh, and don't let other people make you feel bad for that. And, and people should try to understand the way you dress. And, and if you are comfortable with yourself, don't let other people judge you for what you wear. You have to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you feel comfortable with, you know? And um, I think that's a big thing, too, if you are very body positive, especially with yourself. Be happy. Don't be afraid to let go of toxic people. So if there are toxic individuals in your life or if something is or if someone is holding you back and causing things to be toxic no matter what, you could love them with your every with every inch of your being. You could, you know, want the world for this person. But if they're causing you, you know, things against your health, if they are affecting your happiness, if they are um, adding toxicity to other elements of your life, then you should really think really hard on how that's affecting you and um, try to make changes to, to grow in a more positive direction. And remember to uh, protect your energy. You know, it's not rude or wrong to remove someone from a situation um, or the company of people who are who are draining you because, you know, there are uh, energy vampires out there who, um, you know, unknowingly drain you. But you also got to uh, communicate with the right 
people and have them understand like maybe someone doesn't know they're being toxic and you have to learn how to be vulnerable and open to have the discussion with somebody to see if they change and if they don't 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 change then and they're still adding that stuff to you to your life and they don't respect you enough to try and make an effort to your boundaries then you know it's time to let them go so you know with those just love you um as best as you can and take one day at a time and with that i'm going to end this podcast i hope you guys have a good rest of your day good rest of your night uh hope you guys are getting to wherever you're getting safe and enjoy the week enjoy your weekend whatever whenever you listen to this peace out Tell me how you want to spend your night. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's cut it there. Let's cut it there. Okay. First of all, to give someone an ultimatum like that is really dumb. If I ever gave someone an ultimatum, if you listen to this, whoever this is, is future significant other, if I ever give you an ultimatum like that, please pick the PS5. Um, Yeah, and, and let's play something different. Let's play something different. I send her a text Cause my last one it got ignored But she sent me a snap Of her body saying she's bored And based on the way that she treat me I don't think that she really cares Stop! Hold on, stop that, hold on, stop that Okay, I, we're being positive here I ended this podcast with self-love We're not talking about sad songs We're gonna end this on a positive song, okay? Play that positive song Me. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around.